It's Coffee Quad Time! for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you. A good, good morning to you. I, I just hope our computer is working well enough to work this morning, but hopefully it is, and we're there. First of all, before we even get started and going around the panel or doing anything, let's wish a one-day happy belated birthday to our own Chris, Chris, and good morning and happy birthday. Thank you. Her birthday was yesterday, and we almost took the legend off the air just to celebrate, but we decided we we decided we would just keep right on going. Let's start with Jeff this morning. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing just great, even though I don't like the weather, but we're not going to talk about that. Doing great. I picked up some butter cookies from uh, Sam's Club's brother butter cookies at Walmart. Had to do some shopping a few few days ago. They are so addictive. I I can't buy these anymore because I could eat a whole can in one sitting. So I have to, <laughs> I have to learn how to, 
how to pace myself. They are very good. I will, I will tell you, I love, I love these Danish butter cookies I picked up. They were, they're excellent. But doing good. We have cool weather. We have about the same weather they're having in Altoona, PA. We're having today, and uh, we had snow yesterday, so uh, it's typical winter here in Albany, New York. Well, Jeff, did you know that the what is it? The Mexican wedding cake is the number one Christmas cookie. I didn't know that, but I'll have to try them. I don't think I've ever had them before, so I'll have to try that. Yeah, you'll have to give them a try. That's well, I read that someplace the other day. Uh, Jenny and the downstairs, way down in your office, someplace hidden. I am. I'm hidden and waiting for packages. Hope they all get here on time. I ordered Christmas gifts, and one said it'll be five days. And I'm, oh no! <laughs> so hopefully they'll get here on time. They'll get here on time, and that's that's what you enjoy doing. You told me last night. You're a better grocery shopper. You do that, and I'll do the other shopping. Yeah, I like to shop for other things. I don't really like to shop for groceries. I can I can find deals on other things or find things that people might like, but grocery shopping is not my thing. Unless I go in person, I don't mind doing that. But. If somebody's helping you along the route. Yeah, problem with grocery shopping is, Everything looks good and sounds good, so I'd end up buying way too much stuff if I just ordered it online. You can be a little more picky. Well, let's go up to Minneapolis, Minnesota. News. Good morning. Welcome. And uh, hope everyone's doing well. It's cold here, six below. Oh. And, uh, but it's supposed to get much warmer this weekend there talking uh mid mid or i'm sorry upper 30s to low 40s all weekend that so, won't for you guys very <laughs> our normal high right now is 26 oh my uh, oh, that's good and uh i should let people know that i'm going to be taking um monday and tuesday off next week uh, and Wednesday, but Wednesday, I think it's going to be, isn't that going to be all Christmas anyway on the Legend Bill? bill or? I, I, if everything works right and our plan works out, we'll probably be all Christmas, with the exception of the people that want to come in and do their shows. Like, for yeah. example, the, uh, the music mix on Monday morning will be live. Mine, my show may be live on Monday, but... You, it's up to the discretion of the broadcaster, and that's why we're building our format. But, Tim, I need to do this real quick. Alexa, what's the temperature in Naples, Florida? Right now, in Naples, Florida, it's 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Today, expect a high of 73 degrees. Well, there we go. What's that song, Tim? When it's winter time in Minneapolis, it's six below. Actually, it's springtime in Alaska, and it's forty below. I know, but I just made it up for your. <laughs> uh, well, have yeah. you got all your Christmas shopping done, Tim? No, not a, not really. But um, there's there seems to be this shortage of one thing that's kind of important 
for Christmas shopping, and that's It starts money. with an M and ends with a Y, and it, it's not like Jeff says. It's not F-R-E-E. You I always say it. It's not. It certainly isn't. Yeah, we need to shake that money tree a little harder, and then the bank doesn't help you out when they decide, oh, we're going to keep it for a few extra days before we let you have it. Yeah, but we were wondering that question. Jenny deposited a paycheck that she gets from IPL, and they told her they were going to hold it for 10 days. They've never done that before. Oh, wow. If, I, if, I, if my bank did that, normally out-of-town checks are held for one or two days, but not 10 days. At least here they aren't. But that, I would get rid of that bank if I could. <laughs> and, it, and it's gotten Well, they've better. never done that before. And they said, well, look online for information. So I did. And they just said, well, sometimes we have to hold one. Well, thanks, but no thanks. But it's that an, seems an long- like an awful long time to hold it because I know it's from a, a reputable company. I don't understand that. I wonder why yeah. they would do that. Chris, Dave, do you think you know why they would do that? It's from the utility company. I don't know. <laughs> That's don't a know. good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, yeah, it's cold here and um, getting colder, and we had some freezing rain. Does this weather want make you want to go back to Arkansas, Chris? Well... I would prefer not to have the snow and freezing rain. Chris, Chris, I can tell you one thing about Arkansas, and that's when I was in Little Rock, that was one of the coldest days I've ever spent. It can (laughs) be. Oh, They get a lot of ice. Yeah, and it was just not pleasant. (laughs) So at any time that we're discussing things this morning if you don't want to call in the number and get in the panel you can call 800-693-0595 and you may leave a message and we'll play it on the air so if you've got some feedback questions comments uh, feel free to do that at 800-693-0595 and that'll work. And you just speak your, uh, make your comments, and that'll work. That'll help get you in if that's something that you prefer to do. Hey, now can I just I, say a quick hello to Marianne in uh, Boulder, Colorado? She had a virtual Zoom meeting that her brother, JR, invited me to, and the food was great. I just didn't get enough of it. <laughs> there you go. Let's see what, what our friend, who who's going to top whatever I say here in just a moment. But You let um, me know when you want me to get him in here, yeah, Bill. Um, yeah, you want ahead. me to get him in now or what? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, real quick. Uh, it's about 20-some degrees here. They're expecting in the low 50s here on Christmas Day. No snow. Uh, anyways, that check you had, Jennifer... I would contact IPL because unless some reason IPL is behind on their payments to the bank, that's the only reason they'd hold that. But I'd call IPL and say, hey, you sent me a check and they won't cash it. What's the deal? Because they could clear it for you if it's something that's just a mistake in the bank. The other thing is those they, all these checks are scanned and, they, and it goes right against the database. So they know whether it's valid or not. It, it, it doesn't have I mean. to that's take that. I mean. Well, what I mean, there might be some glitch somewhere, but she, she ought to contact IPL 
just contact IPL today and see what they say, explain to them and what's going on. Yeah, we've never had that before. Yeah, well, there's, it, some, it, there's it, some glitch somewhere in the. It's a glitch it, somewhere in the bank because I had that happen once on my paycheck where I worked, and I knew they had the money. Well, there's a glitch in the bank. It may mean that you have to system. visit the bank too, Jennifer, rather than just talking to them on the phone. And sometimes it helps to, to speak to someone in charge oh, at the bank itself, if possible. I don't know, I, Jeff. We went to the bank last Friday. I went to open up an account last Friday at the bank for our alumni group because we had to switch to Chase because um, the girl, they, she doesn't have a... Uh, fifth third bank there in her town so i went to bank number one i started in naples and they said we don't have anybody here today to open an account for you so i got back here i finally got to the bank and i went to the first bank and they go we're too busy to help you uh we might call you back and i said you didn't call me back from the time before so where do I go? So they said, here's another bank. We get to that bank, and they say, well, you've got this cash here, and you can't deposit cash into the bank account. We don't take cash here. So they said, well, okay, let's go to another bank. So we went to this bank and sit down, and they finally had a girl to help me. I said, oh, my. So she said, I don't understand what type of bank account you're wanting here. And I told her the name of our group and our organization, and I gave her my uh, the EIN. Well, I don't know what an EIN is. I said, oh, no. Here we go again. So we, we finally, I said, you know, I pulled up my phone and I said, here's what we've got at Fifth Third. Look at this account. And I don't know what we're going to do. I said, I don't know what a 501c3 um, corporation is. So I said, you're just going to have to sit down and look it up on Google. If you can't figure out what that is, you're just going to have to do that. So she tried to call somebody and says somebody wouldn't help her. So she finally sat down, did the research. We got the account open. But that's not the end of the story. I, 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 I get home, and then I get a call from the bank the next day, and, so, and all the papers and everything, we kept your ID. You're going to have to come back and claim your ID. So got that done. I went into the online banking, and so we are now, now set up after four banks. But I've never seen a bank that did not take cash. So that's my bank story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so we've got it, but now I have to have to bring D here so D can get on the account. So finally, maybe we'll get this all solved. So we have a uh, uh, Joe. Uh, I believe it's Joe out in Albuquerque. So do you okay. want to put him in there? Yeah, go ahead. All right, go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi, this, this is Joe. Just a simple weather report. It's 19 degrees, which is cold for this place, up to 45. 
and clear skies and I believe it looks like the sun will be coming out soon even in wouldn't have real cold weather here in Albuquerque when the sun comes in oh it is absolutely wonderful and great and we can bank on it you can bank on it I can't <laughs> yes indeed they that hold my bank on it or whatever they do but Anyway, thanks, Why would a Jeff. bank not accept a cash deposit? I never heard of such a she thing. She said it's a different. I never heard of that type of bank. Yeah, I'll explain it in a minute. I think we got Jerry. So we got Jerry. I'll get him. Go ahead, Jerry. Indiana. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, we have 24 degrees here in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Uh, with a wind chill factor, they say under the current weather conditions, it feels like 12. We're going to have a little snow today. And uh, we got some great Christmas cookies yesterday from uh, a niece of ours. Uh, various assortments, uh, cookies with Hershey kisses in the middle and all kinds of things. Well, it sounds like you'll have a good Christmas, Jerry. Thank you. Well, yep. I bought Jackie some materials to fix cookies. She's got plans if her health lets her be able to do it, which we don't know. But we we we've got that solved. Um, do we have anybody else that needs? No. Nope. Would like to make a? Not right comment? now. And I'm going to talk about some things in the news here in just a moment. Um. And this will not affect a lot of you, but it will affect a few people. But beginning on January 14th, if you're still running Windows 7, especially, uh, you know, you're going to get a big banner up on your PC that says you need to do something about this immediately. You're out of date. You need to upgrade. Da, 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 da. Now, that, Jeff, is not going to happen to some corporate or some some businesses because they've got an extension to get updates for three years because some businesses, some of their software is just not working or they are not going to change or whatever the case. With uh, Here's the other problem. If you don't update the Windows 10, it's not... I mean, you're going to still be able to use Windows 7, but the security updates aren't going to work. And they're not going to be supporting it, so you won't get new security updates and all the, all the new patches that fix things. When they break, they, they won't be supported properly. So it's going to be coming on you, the user of Windows 7, to eventually at some point go to Windows 10. That's going to be the biggest problem at this point. And, they, and it's not as if they're springing it on us automatically, like with no notice, Bill. We've had, uh, they've been talking about this for the last few years now that since they came out with Windows 10. That Windows uh, that Windows Seven was going to have an expiration date or or a date where they won't be producing it anymore, supporting it anymore, of January fourteenth, twenty twenty, and they've been talking about this for quite a number of years now. It's not it's not something that's just new. No, it's it's definitely not. And some of the you know Microsoft's paid paid corporate customers have paid for some extra security patches and updates. I think some of the older terminals or things they use, kiosks, those types of things um, are not um, 
they don't update as easily as maybe a home consumer or somebody that can just shoot up to to Windows 10. I will say, go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, I have a friend of mine that works for the IRS, and they're still using Windows 7, so... (laughs) Right, but, you know, they probably probably are going to pay the government to let them go on for a few more years. The government's very slow about making changes. And chances are they have Windows 7 Professional, Tim, which is a little bit better than just the, you know, basic home edition anyway. True. You know... Jennifer had an experience yesterday and a couple days ago, and this was an IRA experience, speaking of windows and computers. She, um, yesterday, was trying to make mail a package with the post office, and some of the fields weren't reading or she couldn't, edit in the field when she needed to adjust the weight and everything in the field or you know in the in the to make the changes so in order to solve the problem she picked up her phone called Ira and they had told her before if this ever happens to install a, a piece of software on your computer which is free called team viewer well, what you do then is just open up TeamViewer on your computer. The IRA agent snaps a picture of your screen and then is able to access your computer with your permission, of course, and make those changes in that field where the screen reader does not work. And then they printed it out for using her printer, of course, and we're, we're helpful in showing her where to put the label and to get it all lined up correctly. And that all took just a very, very few minutes. And it probably could have been accomplished with one of those free five-minute calls. Right, Jennifer? Oh, yeah. I did. They could do it a lot faster. I tried three different web browsers. Two different web. No, I did try three different web browsers to get that to work. And I could check the box that said I wanted to put the weight in, and it, it would show me the field where I could put it, but it was always X'd out and wouldn't let me get in actually put anything in it. Now, how did you know the weight of the package, Jennifer? Did you, do you have a scale that you could read the weight? I didn't, but I knew I was pretty sure that it wouldn't be more than a pound because it was just a little USB hard drive. Okay, okay. Well, and you know, I got to tell and you, I have Jen- used my kitchen scale before to find out how much they weigh. Oh, I understand. I use that all the time, and it weighs really well for the post office. Right, but it's a good thing because then I took that out to the mailbox, and then they picked it up, and it's gone. Yes, you got to pay for the shipping. Yes, you have to pay for the insurance. And if it's big, you can schedule a next day pickup for free, and tell them to knock on the door and ring bell. And they'll come and get it in person. Right. So, Well, I used Ira for the first time as well. So I will tell you that I, I had a very positive experience. I got a package. And I, I knew what the package was, but I, I said I didn't order anything. And I wanted to know who it was from. And I couldn't get Seeing AI to read the name of the person on the package. 
And I said, well, you know, I have Ira. I've never used it before. And I used it, and the agent told me which way to place the phone. Or I mean, she could read the package, but she taught me how to use the phone or told me where to put the, the, the phone so they could read the person who sent it to me. And it, it worked out great. It was uh, it was pairs that were ordered to me by a friend of mine in Hawaii from Harry and David's. And, boy, are they good. So Oh, they are. They have the best pairs. They do. We just ate two boxes of those not too long ago. <laughs> they are Royal so good. Riviera. They are so good, and they're sweet, and they're 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 juicy. That's what I just love those pears. I got to tell you, that was that was, and, and Ira worked out well for me. And she said, "Now she said to me that they have online training. I I, but I didn't know that they had online training. So maybe you guys who use Ira can tell me about that. But she said, you know, if you've never used Ira before, they have online online training. But I didn't know they did. So. Whatever. So, so but did it worked you get out. Gail with a comment. No, she put her hand down. So, I don't know if she still wanted something or not. I guess not. I'll unmute her in just a second. Oh, oh, now she's got her hand raised. I see it now. Go ahead, Gail. Um, I just talked to my computer guy, and we're going to be using Team Viewer, but he said it'll remember or they'll find a way that they when. They re- when, with all the rebooting and everything, he'll be able to still work with me, and I can still use NVDA, you know. And if if they need to come out, they will. But they're going to do the best they can with TeamViewer. And I've never had a problem with TeamViewer except when the, there was an update that never happened. It was supposed to happen overnight, and they did it. You know, um, you know, they did it with me and took care of it. So that I just talked to the computer guy, and hopefully, if all goes well, when the time comes, it should be smooth. Very good. Well, let's hope that works out for you, Gail, because I'm always very leery about these things. Yeah, because you know, but that's just me. I'm kind of the but guy if that I, says. But if I have a problem, I can always call. And I was kidding with the guy. I says, you know, what? maybe I should kidnap you for a few hours. Okay. There you go. <laughs> well. Everybody's got to have a Christmas present, I guess. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, there, there's something I haven't tried here, and we've talked about it. The the cut line in Kansas, the 316 C, 252-2500. I guess this is really gaining a lot of traction. Now, they only are supporting the six products we talked about last week, the digital recorders and a, uh, a couple microwaves and some things, but they plan on expanding, and this service is meant to, because they have trained agents there. You know, a lot of times you'll call Amazon, well, I'm not trying to pick on Amazon. I appreciate the fact that they've got help, but sometimes they have no clue about what they're helping you with. But um, they, they are um, beefing up their staff and are going to try to be a, a place where blind consumers can go and get advice, you know, and recommendations on maybe what products are accessible, not accessible. And I can see that leading to bigger and better things in 
you know, when you want to go buy a washer, dryer, maybe you don't know if this particular model or a coffee maker has buttons or is accessible. So that's really important. So if you do anything, be sure to keep that phone number. Um, and it, it's just a great thing. And the the people there that, of course, are visually impaired also, so they know what we're doing. So we, it's a resource that that we really need to use because it's it's going to help us. And I don't see why anybody wouldn't wouldn't use that. You know, there's there's services out here, so. Let's take advantage of them. Three one. And sometimes that's what keeps services like that going is if they see a need and people actually use it. Here's another thing I found in the news today. Um, if you have an Amazon Smart TV with the Fire, the Fire TV Edition, you can download from the Amazon App Store uh, Apple TV. Uh, I didn't know Apple TV would work on an Android device, but they have an Apple TV for the Smart Edition Fire TV. I haven't played with it yet. I probably will do that sometime over the holiday. And so I'm, I'm not sure what Apple TV will gain me, but at least it's it's available for those who want to use it on their Amazon Fire TV. That's a smart edition. That's the ones like the ones made by Insignia and the ones made the ones made by because they're, they're all made by Toshiba, essentially. And that's the ones they sell at Best Buy and at Amazon. So that's what I just read. And it's I put it in my cord cutters column for tomorrow's All Things Radio Live. But that's what uh, came out yesterday in the cord cutters news. And I will tell you that a lot of this information we get comes, and where he obtains it, is from David Goldfield. Um, and you can go find more about his site at davidgoldfield.info. Uh, he's a computer trainer, instructor, and so be sure to check out some of his work. But we... Um, want to give them credit for forwarding a lot of information we get for tips. Also, you can join our mailing list um, by going to the website or you can contact me directly by, at email at bill at billsparks.org if you need some of this information that we're talking about. I guess the next thing they're they're talking about a big thing, and I don't know if if this is working very well. Anybody, please raise your hand. Does anybody get spam on their phone calls, either at home or on their mobile devices? Nobody gets them. Oh, I mean, yeah, I think we all oh, get yeah. them. The biggest one I get is I can make your credit card interest rate be zero. You won't have to pay any interest on your credit cards. Well, I know, yeah, I'm sure they can do that, but at what price? And I really have no pro. I really don't want to be involved with that. So, uh. yeah. And yeah, how many I times did. have you had the one where it says we're we're getting rid of your, your social security number has been compromised and you're you're in trouble? And that's also a scam. They would never call you to tell you that. Somebody, and Jerry has his hand raised. And yeah, Jerry's got his hand raised, and Mike Loff has just come in, so he might want to be talking here in just a moment. Go ahead, Jerry. 
vehicles. Oh, the warranty has run out on my vehicle three times, according to the phone. And uh, if I don't renew it, they're going to take legal action. Yeah. Well, and they can save me lots of money on my car insurance. Yeah, there you go. That car I don't have, yeah. Yeah, right. lower my car payments. Well, yeah, I get the same thing about, about my car warranty as well, but I don't own a car, so. Right. <laughs> So, I had one lady got so mad at me because I told her that I didn't have a car when she wanted to lower my insurance payments that she hung up on me. Yeah. It happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. So We have, El- we have Ellen in Albuquerque okay. who has raised her hand. Uh, hold on. Uh, go ahead, Ellen. Good morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, how about the student loans that you don't have, or the, yeah, the credit card payments and stuff like the car warranty, and then oh yeah, they get them all. Yeah, well, and a lot of them. What's weird about this is that with this phone here, I have to answer because it's my earpiece. It just says incoming call, so I have no idea who's calling. But on our iPhone and the landline, we've got the talking ID, so at least we, you know, we don't have to answer those. But my phone, I have to answer because I don't know who it is. Yeah. It's well understood. It's well understood. One of the clues that you know that's probably a robocall is when you get these calls and you and you and you hear a whole bunch of people in the background. Um, it probably is a, a call center of some sort, and it, 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 it because of the way the sound of long distance calls come in, you're not going to know anymore where it's from because it used to be you could tell when it was long distance, but chances are it's overseas. You don't know where it is. But the big clue that it's a scam, if you get calls like that, I get calls all the time that says, I'm calling for Microsoft tech support. There's something wrong with your computer. Well, there's nothing wrong with my computer, and I'm not going to pay for anything that, that needs to be done to my computer. I have people who I know who can help me with computer stuff but where I don't have to worry about that. Um, but that's the big thing you get. You get calls. Um, I, there's a problem with your Windows computer. One time they said, you're running Windows 3.1. I haven't run Windows 3.1 in about 20 years, something like that. Well, I, I just tell I, them I don't have a computer. Well, sometimes I'll say, I'm running Linux. Get off my phone. Or I, I just hang up the phone. I don't, I don't, I don't give them the time of day. But they're, they're all around. I know that Chuck Schumer is talking about it here. They want to get legislation to make these, these robocalls go away. And I'm, I don't know that it's going to be done by the end of the year, but that's what I hear. Has anybody contacted the National Do Not Call Registry and signed up for that? It seems like I did, and I got more phone calls. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did, and it didn't. I don't think it did any difference. Tell you the truth. Yeah, I didn't notice any difference either. But or at least I, I think we did it even for the state, and they said that charities could still call you, like the Fraternal Order of Police, and those that right. They're they're exempt, other. Jennifer. They're exempt from that. And if they're no more a charity than I can fly, they call. That's big money for them, and it, it won't stop robocalls. No, it will not. It won't stop robocalls, and it won't stop. Anyone that you've done business with in the last two years. You know what's even funnier? When I get a robocall and it's, it says it's coming from my own phone number. <laughs> it's crazy. 
when it happened a few days ago. And it's a call from, and it was my home phone number. I said, wait a sec. How can they be, they be calling me from my home phone number if I'm not on the phone? <laughs> it's my phone number. That, that made no sense. One of the th- other things that they suggested you might do is is to go in, if you, especially if you're using a mobile phone, you can go into some of your carrier settings or some settings in privacy and maybe make a few adjustments that way. You can also go to the, for example, if you're T-Mobile, if you're Verizon, if you're AT&T or whoever, um, you can see if they provide any software or an app that you can install on your phone to help block, you know, spam calls. Now, I, I think there's some out there. We've tried them, and they just don't work. I Well, really, the, the best approach for your cell phone, now, especially with iOS 13, if you use an iPhone, is that you can check a box that basically says if a number is not in your contacts list, It'll automatically go to voicemail, and you'll never hear it. You'll still, if they actually leave a voicemail, you'll get that, but most will not, and that will pretty much take care of it. The only downside to that would be is if you do occasionally receive calls from people that you don't know, you know, if you're a part of an organization or something where you... But uh, if you really want to stop uh, unsolicited calls, if you check that box, you'll only, your phone will only ring if they're in your contacts on your phone. Now, could it be me, Mike? Because ever since I keep getting real nasty with these people, or I don't answer them, or I just hang up on them, I haven't got as many robocalls as I used to. All of a sudden, they seem to have stopped, and I'm not sure if that's the reason why. But maybe well, the they- phone companies—they have—they have finally, uh, you know, the government, FCC's come down and said, "If you don't take care of this, we're going to regulate you." And of course, when that kind of mandate comes down, but the phone companies have had a legitimate concern, <clears throat> and that would be unintentionally blocking calls that you should get. So, you know, that's the thing they have to watch and why they've been reluctant, but some have also argued they get an incentive to pass calls through their billable minutes and things of that sort. But it has calmed down, and uh, they finally, I think, have a technology to stop a lot of them. I think Apple has their own thing that pops up once in a while and says might be spam or whatever, and... uh, I don't know how they determine that. If your reader reads it, if it reads that, um, that that's another big issue. Jeff, I think we may have a Go ahead, do it. Now, Bill, I'm going to unmute you right now, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Thing on the phone, on the phone I get the robocalls. Of course, my house phone, it identifies. If it says unavailable, I'm not going to answer the phone. Or if it says wireless, I'll do that because it might be my daughter. But on my cell phone, my iPhone, it announces, like, it'll announce who's calling. Well, if it says unknown caller, I just let it go, and then I go into voiceover, and I just say last call, and she gives me who called, and if I want to call them back, I'll call them back. I mean, I don't have to answer the phone. That's why, um, what's her name, Ellen out in, Ari- in uh, Arizona, I think is where she's at. If you if you got voiceover on your cell phone, after the phone rings, if you want to, if it just says unknown caller, Go into your voiceover and say last call, and she'll tell you who called you. And if you want to talk to them, you just say she'll say you want to call back. And you say yes or no, and that's it. 
But but if it's a robocall, I will tell you right now, Bill, that you can't. If you call, try to call back the number for a robocall, it always goes to at least ninety percent. It goes to a number that's disconnected or that's because it's a right, right. Number. But I'm saying if it's a, if it's a, if it's a person you don't know or a number you don't know, just tell uh, Siri, no, I don't want to return the call. Right. But if it's a friend calling you and it just says unknown caller on your cell phone, and it's oh, that's Mary, my friend. I want to talk to her. Well. When she says it's Mary so-and-so or number so-and-so and you recognize the number, just tell Siri. She'll say, do you wish to call back? And you just say yes or no. And she'll call the number back. Okay. We have a I six do that one... all the time, right? I'm sorry, Bill. I didn't yeah, mean to I do that you. all the time, right? That's okay. If I do that all the time, I'll figure that out. That works. I know the number, but I just can't figure out the name here. We have a 614, so let me put you on. Go ahead. Go ahead, 614, area code. Go ahead. Yes, this is Shirley. How are you? Good. I didn't recognize the phone number. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a new phone number, so you you have not seen it before. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, um, one of the things I've done that's helped immensely with my cell phone, it's just cut down the calls um, you know, in, in an immense amount, is I, I have turned on... Do not disturb on my cell phone. I keep it on all the time, and I have it set so that contacts can come through um, during certain hours or whatever. If it's a contact in my phone, my phone will ring. If it's not in a contact, if it's not a contact or a favorite or whatever, it's going to send them right to voicemail. So they can still get through and leave me a message if they really want to. Obviously, the robocall people aren't going to bother doing that if they call so many times within uh you know in a row within a a certain amount of time the call will come to me so i think they've got that set up just in case you have somebody that's not a contact that really needs to get through to you but then again most spam callers aren't going to bother doing that so it has really i mean has it made it perfect no but it's made it just immensely immensely better and i do understand i guess in the new ios version there are some other uh custom things where you can uh deal you know in the setup with some stuff like that too but for now, that seems to be a, a very workable thing for me on my phone because I don't get that many calls on my cell phone anyway, and I was getting many of them, and, you know, nine times out of ten, they were calls that I didn't want, and I was tired of answering them. We understand, Shirley. Go but by on. the way, before you go, Shirley, I want to wish you a very happy Hanukkah coming up next week. It's on the 22nd of uh Right. Same to you. Same to you, sir. I hope you you have the same. And I want to wish everyone else a a great holiday season, too. So thank you so much. And that reminds us that before we do that, we will not be on next week because, of course, the Christmas holiday and the week after is New Year's. So, boy, we're not going to we've never had this happen before, but we're not going to be on the coffee club for two weeks in a row so just wanted to throw that out there go ahead jeff okay well we have ellen she wants to she wants to chime in here so okay ellen go ahead please yeah i i just wanted to say um bill in chicago (laughs) i'm here in albuquerque not arizona but that's okay um i just wanted to clear that up and also 
<laughs> I cannot. The only way that the caller ID works on this phone that I'm talking on now is when I'm not on my earpiece. Um, but anyway, I can't do the uh, check the last call. So I have to do other means of screening the call. When sometimes I'll just let it go to voicemail and if they leave a message, then I can do something with it that way. But other, otherwise, you know, that's not going to work. But thanks for the tip. Well, if you're, if that's a landline phone you're talking about, then they don't charge you for it. You can do star six nine. For the, except if you're with ours and they block those star sixty nine calls. I don't know how that got started, but they block them. <clears throat> well, you can block your own if you dial whatever it is star. I can't remember star seven three maybe. Or there's a way to block it when you make an outbound call. Unless you have a toll free number, then you can't. But, yeah, they. They've some way or another, in order to get more money, they switched our plans and they said, well, your plan's going to be, but I really do miss that star 69. I really like a phone company that allows you to get emails, your voice messages on email and gives you the ability to go in and configure your phone from your PC, so you can make those added edits or, you know, corrections, and it makes it kind of nice. Yeah, another the Spectrum phone, they have a service you can use that'll block a lot of that. I don't know how Comcast works, but... Yeah, I don't either. I don't, if, it, if it costs extra money, I don't really want to pay for it if I, can, <laughs> if I can help it, Mike, you know? I don't think it does. I don't I think it don't does. Re- remember not when you dialed to do that, but... And Bill in, in Illinois um, has a uh, have, would like to get in here. So let me get you, Bill. Hold on a second, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Okay, I was going to tell you another thing. Uh, a family member of mine, they live in Ohio. They're on AT&T. I don't know if it's the other phones. But when you call their number, if you're not a robocall, you press 8, it'll ring their phone. You press the number 8 after the phone rings. It'll come on and say, if you're not a robocall, press 8. Well, most robocalls can't press 8 because they're automated. So it never goes through for them. They're up in their years. They're in their 80s. And they get tired of being disturbed. And they've got that on their phone. I check. I got AT&T. I can put it on mine if I want to, but it happens yet. But I know they got that system. If it's a live person, they'll press 8 and it'll ring through. Yeah, there's all, all kind of things you can do with your phone. But I do like the companies. This one we're using in Florida, way down there is Bluestream, and they give you the the ability because Comcast is very, very difficult to go through and delete, or you can't delete a voicemail in the middle of listening. If you know you don't want to listen to it, you should be able to delete it instead of having to go through a three or four minute thing. Oh, you can't do that on AT and T. I know my house phone with voicemail. If I hear it come on, I don't want to listen. I just push delete and it stops. No, nope, can't do that. So that's why I kind of like that just a little bit. Bill, where are our cookies? We want our cookies. You never, you never sent off any cookies. What happened? Oh, he got quiet. 
That's why. We got Jerry on the phone on the uh, okay. raise hand list. So let me get. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, Comcast. I can tell you about uh, their phone service, at least for the landline. Okay, you can use Star 69 with them. Uh, and I know what I know what you mean, Bill, about uh, having to listen to a whole voicemail message before you delete it. Uh, that's that's a problem we have with the Comcast there too. You can't delete it, and then you can press seven to delete it after you've heard the whole thing. Right, but and if you have two voice messages, uh, it'll retain them both, and uh, they'll come. You know, they'll come back at you. True. It, and it's very, 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 very time consuming. Where if you know, it, there just ought to be an easier way to do that. And if you have that service, they charge you an extra ten or fifteen dollars a month for that Star Sixty Nine service. So, yeah, I guess you got to pick your poison. We got a. We have uh, Buddy who has his hand raised. Bill. All right. Good Go morning, ahead, Buddy. Bill. Good. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Jeff. I hope y'all could understand me. I had two teeth pulled at the dentist yesterday, and oh. uh, so uh, oh, that was an ordeal. And I had my stream, and I was going to listen to a book. And he said, "It's your turn." I thought, "Uh oh, here it comes." <laughs> oh. How many? How many have you gotten robocalls that it dial? It gave you the a local number, area code, and a number you thought you recognized. And when you picked it up, it went to a call center or went to a person all the time. Totally am- and it was a local number. And, I mean, the hackers have got software. They've learned how to put dial local numbers, so I don't answer them. I did my iPhone. I got three of them yesterday. I just ignore it. And if I don't know the person, I just don't bother to answer it. Go ahead, it Jennifer. went to a local area code and a, a local number that you thought you recognized. Now, that's... The, I can't wait till Alexa finds out something good for Christmas. We'll have some good news instead of this uh, 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 aggravating stuff. Uh, I did get the ride in my sister's Cadillac. She works for Mary Kay, and she had an XT, and it had a good system. That was a neat car. That's neat to get a car like that. Yeah. But, but and, it, uh, and anyway, buddy, if you, even if you try to call that number back, chances are, and I've done it a whole bunch of times, it will tell you that the number you're calling back has been disconnected. So it, it they're, does. They're, it went to a disconnected number. It that's did. right, because they're spoofing the they're spoofing the phone number so that uh, that. Let's that that kind of protects them from knowing who they where where they really are, and that's what Congress is trying to uh, uh, work out um, and making the phone companies deal with. But what about when Congress had said they were going to uh, make all the levels of the satellite and uh, the uh, other things and the the same level, and they haven't been able to do that because uh, we were dialing XM yesterday and they were different. Different channels had different levels. I haven't figured that I, out. I've yet. never seen a, a, a law that said Congress would take care of that kind of thing, uh, buddy. I'll be very truthful with you. I've never seen that. But that that you want you may want to talk to the people at XM or Sirius XM about that if they if they can help if they can change that. But it'll work I, out. It'll work out. It'll work. It, I mean, you just have to lower and raise the volume on the receivers. That's all you can do. It will. It will. That's all you can do. Well, I hate it when you listen to stuff and the commercials are so loud. That they're louder than the broadcast. Oh, yeah. That's to get your attention, Jennifer. That's, that's, that's why they do that because it does get your attention, Jennifer. And uh, I find it rather annoying. And I know that Congress is talking about changing that, but no one's ever done anything about it. I mean, how much government regulation do we want at this point? That's part of the problem. The more we regulate, the more things get screwed up anyway. So, 
very, very true. And, buddy, Merry Christmas to you. And Marge. And Marge, yes. Let's see. Have we got any more before we start wrapping down this? We have Gail in, uh, well, I've always been, St. Cloud, Minnesota. Go ahead, Gail, I think. Go ahead, Gail. Um, I called someone at CenturyLink, and I called someone at CenturyLink, and I haven't gotten anything as far as, uh, well, very few, so few that I can't even count them. And I've had no problem with the robocalls. But before that, and it's, I don't have a cell phone. I just have my landline. But I was getting them constantly for Rachel, from Rachel. From cards. Oh, that's the credit card lady. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I don't, <laughs> so I feel real good. I don't have to worry about it until something else happens. And hey, if she really can give me a credit, if she really can lower my credit card rate to 0%, I'd be happy, but I know it's a scam. I know it's a scam, too, so I don't... <laughs> All right, thank you, Gail. Bill, one more time with you out in, uh, in out in Chicago, Illinois. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, Bill, uh, Jeff, you cut me off too soon. You asked about the cookies. Uh, the trouble is, Chicago doesn't deliver to uh, Albany, New York. Oh, you know, I just didn't. I didn't know that, Bill. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. That's the problem. They don't. They don't deliver to Albany, New York. Yeah, they you don't. Cut me off too soon. They don't deliver to Indianapolis or. Uh, I'm just yeah, giving you a hard time, Bill. I'm yeah, just giving you a hard time. Reason, for some reason, coffee time is not on the mailing list. Oh. They got they got blocked off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm thinking about those cookies, but then again, I have a whole tin of butter cookies, so I guess I don't have to worry about it. But I would, I just wanted to jerk your chain a little bit there, Bill. Yeah, I know. Well, you, you, you muted me too fast, so finding it, because you said, Bill said, oh, you went silent. And you said, yeah, because of cookies. No, because you hit the mute button, and I oh. couldn't say anything. <laughs> we just wanted to give you a hard time. Uh, well, Dave, Dave and Chris can mail you some because they go from Altoona to Albany. Uh, oh, I see. Well, I don't want to get. I'm not going to put Dave on. I'm not going to put them on the spot, Bill. But I do want to thank you. Thank you for. And, and by the way, you had an 80. You had an 80. Oh, thank you. You had 88. You turned 80 last week. Did you have a good birthday, by the way? Yeah, I did. I went. Uh, well, I didn't do anything on my birthday because my daughter had to work and she had stuff to do that evening with her work office stuff. But uh, we went Saturday and saw the movie Knives Out. That's really a great movie. If you like Agatha Christie movie uh, stories, you know the murder she wrote and that on TV. That's a great movie. And the problem I, is, Bill, here in Altoona, I didn't make any cookies. Oh well, then that was Jeff just out then. Okay. Because <laughs> well, he doesn't need him anyways. I think I think Jeff's too large anyways. Just just probably right about that. The way he eats, I think he's try too large right now. Anyway, as I said earlier, Marianne out in the Boulder, Colorado, had a virtual party at her house this past Saturday, and I was just getting home from dinner. I had I took my daughters out to dinner on Saturday. We went to uh, the ninety nine restaurant. I took my 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 three daughters, my oldest daughter Marianne, Brenna, and Adriana to uh, to dinner. I got home and her brother Jr. Uh, sent me a message, so I joined her meeting, and I wish I could have been there. They it was, there was so much food on the menu there. I couldn't believe how much food they were cooking and making up there in Boulder, Colorado. I wish That's I wish mean. I could have been there. That's mean to put a Zoom to do a, a virtual dinner party. You know, I'm talking to Paul, her, her husband, and and, and, they're, and they're talking about everything—the meatballs and this and that—and they had so many things on the menu there. I mean, I could. 
I could have had fun. I mean, I could have I could have weight gained about a hundred more pounds, and I that I don't need this. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. But we'll be giving Bill a hard time. He'll be tuning into the station, so we don't have to worry about him. Give him a hard time. Um, anybody want to say anything to wrap up this hour? It looks like we're getting ready. We've got a big demonstration here in the second hour. Michael Locke, well, do you have anything to say? Oh, Julie. We got, we got Go Julie. Yeah. And we haven't heard from Julie in a long time. Go ahead, Julie. Go ahead, Julie. Yeah. I want to talk. I got robocall yesterday. I was mean in an odd sort of way. I didn't mean to be, but... And he was wanting to talk to me about car insurance. And I said, well, uh, we can only have the insurance that we have. And he was trying to tell me it's not to buy car insurance. But and then he'd say something that I couldn't understand. And he'd say, just think about it. And I said, well, let me do something for you. My name is Requesta Carol. And what Carol would you like to hear? And so I started to get him off track. And I said, uh, you know, he didn't. And, and I said, well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm having trouble understanding you. And, you know, I'm so glad you're around and you're working very hard on your English. And so you keep calling people and talking to people and it'll get better. <laughs> and then I hung up. <laughs> but Julie, I found the best way to get rid of the robocall is just to hang up. I yeah, don't even I give them the time of day. I don't talk to them. I don't respond to they to them. I just hang up. Well, I really hate to be rude because you know, they've got they've got a job and I worked for a telemarketing company once and it uh, didn't do very well, it's, but it was a situation where they could have me go door to door, and and after a while the order didn't come in, and so I quit doing it. But, um, but I know, you know, I mean, it's a job for some people, and 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 maybe they don't really like doing it either, but it's something they have to do to, you know, to make some money, and um, so I, I tried not to be super rude, but. And I answer them sometimes because one, they, they come from one. Some of them come from the same area as my cell phone, and I think, well, you know, there's a few people I know that I haven't heard from, and they might have changed their numbers. So I sometimes answer them, but um, but anyway. So I was trying to be creative for Christmas. There you go, and that'll get them off the phone too. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, and have a Merry Christmas, Julie. You too. We're so glad we have you calling in each week and listening. Thank you. Well, I was going to try not to interrupt, to disturb my roommate and was going to grab my headphones, but there that would have taken a little time to get them unplugged and everything. But I got some, some new um, Aftershock open-ear ones last yeah. week. So I, Sunday I got around to being able to try them out, and so I was playing with them a lot. <laughs> well, they work. They do. They do, and thank you very much, Julie. We've got Marianne is up uh, coming up. Okay, we got it right now. Go ahead, Marianne. Good morning. Um, 
Chris, I have to thank you first off for that wonderful root beer uh, pork recipe. It was a huge hit with the crowd. The pork was gone before the beef was. Oh, good. That's with, good. Uh, I did uh, uh, root beer and honey barbecue sauce, and it was stellar. It's easy. It is easy, and I did it all in the Instant Pot. And uh, to catch up from an earlier topic, I actually, uh, when, when we were doing a remodeling in our house and a bunch of things like that, I actually used an IRA agent when we were looking at appliances and such. I used an IRA agent and said, hey, can you pull up these manuals, look at a few things for me, like does the oven always default back to 350? And does the dishwasher always default back to, you know, such and such, even though they're it, well, it wasn't a touch screen, but pretty close to it and stuff. And when it came time to labeling things, I used an agent and said, tell me what these buttons are. I've made all the labels. And an agent helped me guide to exactly where to put all of them. And they emailed me every one of my manuals in PDFs and such like that as well. So that I have all my product manuals and they helped me make sure I got my registrations and everything else done. So just sort of another another tool in the toolbox for, for some of those things if you need to. Um, and for those who wanted to know the weather, it's like 28 degrees here. The A-Lady said that there was sleet, but there isn't any. And it's supposed to get up to 50 degrees, so nice and toasty. And I don't believe we're going to get snow for Christmas this year either. I don't think we're going to get it either here in the Northeast. That's what the last time they said yes, and now they said no. Hey, thank you for inviting me to your meeting on the, for your party on on Saturday. I couldn't stay long, but thank you. I appreciate it, Marianne. Yeah, it was it was great to have you, and um, and the party at the house ended up being about eighteen of us. Well, there you go. I know you had meatballs on the menu. I know that too. So that's good. So we did have meatballs. We finished them off last night. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marianne. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we've almost reached the end of an hour, Jeff. Let's see. I think maybe it's we have. It's actually 10.01 here. You're listening to the worldwide legend from Indianapolis, Indiana, and co-located in Naples, Florida. We have dual residents here, so we better get back there soon to get some warmer weather. So... Um, Chris and Dave, you um, have a long, long, long demo this week, right? Yes, this is the iRobot Brava Jet. I got it for my birthday, and we really like it. It dry sweeps and mops. You just have to tell it when and where on your phone. It's kind of a good thing. Um, while I'm while I'm struggling there for just a moment, um, do you think the I keep hearing everybody say the um, the Wi-Fi Instant Pot? Do you think it's a probably better a better cooking machine than the um, Cuckoo? Depends oh, I, on what they I think it depends on the individual because some people like the cuckoo better. And I, I personally like the instant pot better, but that has to do with the way I like to cook. So I would say neither one of them is bad. 
Yeah. I think the cuckoo does a good job. I mean, it's just maybe you you may not sell it everything that you can tell the instant pot, but I mean, and sometimes I think it's a little smaller, even though I think they're supposed to be the same size, but the shape of it's different or something. Yeah, I don't know if you can fit as much in there, so. But anyway, we, we're here now ready. What we're going to do, Chris, is to run a two-minute spot. And then we're going to have you bring that uh, that device over to our kitchen. <laughs> we have a potato chip trail. So we want to see if it could, if it could pick it up. If it can pass that test, then... We're ready to go. So sit back and enjoy this demo on something that's really unique. It'll make your life a whole lot cleaner. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another exciting demo. Today, we are going to talk about sweeping floors and mopping floors. and. We're going to demo my birthday present. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, today we are going to talk about, you've heard us uh, talk about in the past, and we did a demo on the Roomba i7, I7 Plus uh, sweeper. And today the demo we're going to talk about is made by the same company, Roomba, and it is the M6 Bravo Jet sweeper and mop and it's a pretty uh, amazing unit it 
is can, can be controlled by your iPhone or your Android device. And uh, that's what kind of makes it am- amazing because you can actually control this unit. It's programmable if you choose to use the pro- programs in the in the unit. Uh, for example, the unit can create its own map of each room. This unit is for hard floors, like um, wood floors, tile floors, um, laminate. laminate floors, not for carpet. Uh, that's what the other sweeper is pretty much is for. And so I think the first thing that I will do is have Chris give you some information about the Bravo Jet. Okay, the Brava Jet, and that is spelled B-R-A-V-A-J-E-T, one word. Um, it is the M6. It is on sale right now, $100 off, so it's $499, $499, and right now it is $399. And it is a Roomba product. Roomba is spelled R-O-O-M, as in Mary, B-A. Uh, should you want to talk to the people at iRobot, and the, the, this is actually the company is, it's a little, it's Roomba, but it's also iRobot, so you'll hear us refer to it as both. But the number to iRobot is 877-855-8593. That's 877-855-8593. They are open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Monday through Friday, and on Saturdays and Sundays, they're open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can also go to iRobot, one word, I-R-B-O-T dot com, and you can see all of the products they have. They have some some pretty cool stuff, and I've been looking at the Brava Jet for probably about a year. So, and we've used it a couple of times, and we've been really happy with it. Okay, well, the first thing I want to say about this uh, unit is the the unit itself, not counting the charger base, uh, the unit itself is approximately uh, 13 inches from front to back, and it's approximately 15 inches across from side to side. And, um, Three and a half inches tall. On the top of the unit, you have um, what I would consider the front of it. That is the way that it's on the charger. If you're looking at the f- the front of it, away from the charger, the front end of it, up on the top, there's a little round gizmo. That would be your camera. And uh, that's how you can tell which way you're going to put it on its charger base, and I'll get to that in in a little bit. And then if you bring your hands uh, from the front towards the back, keeping your hands on the top, you're going to find uh, three buttons. Two of them are small, and right in the middle of between those two buttons, there's a great big round button, which is your... Uh, clean button and uh, those are all the controls on the unit itself 
Now, when you take this unit out of the box, um, you're going to find the unit itself, you know, the, uh, the M6 robot, and then you're going to find a charger base, um, it, which comes in two pieces. You have the charger base, and then there's a flat plate that you set your charger base down onto so that that gives the robot a platform to drive up onto when it's ready to charge and it drives up onto this flat plate and lines itself up with the charger base like a parking spot yeah it's a parking spot for the robot and once it hits the charger base then the unit will recharge itself also, and, and of course, now the charger base also has a power cord, which is not disc. It's not connected to the uh, unit to the charger base in the box. It's a separate power cord, and it plugs into the uh, the side of the charger base. And it it kind of looks it looks like just a regular um, house hold cord with a female plug on one end it has uh, two holes in it because on a charger base it's got two little prongs that these two holes in this power cord plug into so anyway that's uh, also in the box it comes with two uh, disposable Pads. One is a sweeping pad, and the other is the mop pad. It comes with two of two of each. It of has two two of each. Now those are disposable pads. Now the company also has, and I would probably recommend you do this, is to purchase the washable pads because um, depending on how many times you use it, you might go through a whole bunch of those disposable. The disposable pads are $7, I think, for for seven dry sweep pads, $7 for mop pads, and the washable pads are $24 for two dry sweep pads and $24 for... No, I'm sorry. That's one and one. One dry sweep pad, one mop pad, or $24 for another set. Or you can get two of the dry sweep pads or two of the wet mop pads for $24. So you can either buy a combo pack with one and one, or you can buy two of each. The way this unit operates is the first thing you have to do, if if you don't have a Roomba, like in our case, we have the Roomba i7 Plus Sweeper, um, which uses the same downloadable app that you could download from the App Store. Or Google Play. Or the Google Play Store. And if you search the App Store, you can search it for Roomba which is R-O-O-M-B-A. Or you can search it as iRobot. And that, uh, the app will come up and say, I believe it says iRobot Home. Yeah. And you download that app onto uh, your phone or uh, iPhone or Android device. 
So you're going to download that app to your iPhone or Android device. Once you have that downloaded... You go through some slides like you do with any of them, and you just keep saying okay, and it'll give you a little bit of text, and you'll say okay a couple times, and then you're ready. So once you have that, then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to connect that power cord to the charger base that you took out of the box. It just looks like a rectangle box that sits on the floor, and on one side of the uh, charger there are the um, there's a little socket there with two little prongs in it that you plug the female end of that power cord into, so that your cord is connected to the charger. You're going to plug that into the wall, and then you're going to take the. Uh, robot unit itself, the M6 Robojet, and you're going to put that, you're going to set the uh, charger onto that flat plate that I was talking about, and uh, it's a pretty much self-explanatory. You can see the way it goes. Uh, one end of that flat plate has a notch cut out of the end of it, and the charger base sort of sits down in between into that notch so that when the robot goes onto the charger um, it sort of it's like magnetic and it sort of sticks itself to the charging base and starts charging once you plug that charger unit into the wall which you're going to do now and then after you do that you take the uh, the robot unit itself and you're going to turn the robot unit around. Remember I said at the beginning on what I would call the front. I would call it the front uh, if you are looking away from the charger base, looking at the front of this unit. There's On the top of it, there's the little camera thing. It's a little round thing that sticks up from the top. It's actually the back of it, but when you're looking at it when it's on the charger, it's the front <laughs> if that makes any sense at all uh, but anyway you're going to take that and you're going to take that uh, find that little round thing that's sticking up and you're going to face that towards you so that the other end of the unit is going to face the charger base and then you're going to take your hands on each side of the charger and you'll come down to the bottom of the, uh, not the charger the uh, robot unit and you come down on each side and you'll find a wheel on each side of the uh, robot unit. You're going to take one hand and put on one wheel, the other hand on the other wheel, on the side of the wheel, that is. And then you're going to bring it over to the charger. And you're going to set it onto the flat plate of the charger, uh, lining your hands up so that it's centered on each side and then you're just going to slowly push it back until it hits the actual charger itself and there's a kind of a magnet inside that sort of causes it to stick to that base so it doesn't move around and that puts the unit on the charger you want to let that charge for a couple hours because now they say it does have a full charge when you get it but Depending how long they sat at the the unit sat at the manufacturer, uh, 
you never know. So it's a good idea to let the unit charge for a couple hours before you're ready to set it up. Anyway, putting it on the charger is what activates the battery, so they say. Right. And you want to locate your charger. Four, it needs four feet from, you don't want to put it any closer to the stairs than four feet. It, although it will stop when it gets to the stairs, but they just recommend four feet away from the stairs. One and a half, you need one and a half feet of clearance on either side and four feet in front so that it will have a chance to come off of its station and, and move around a little bit. And the other thing you need to know is if you put it on carpet, we had to put ours on carpet because we don't have a good place on the hardwood for it. We just we just don't. We just don't have a good spot in the kitchen or the hall for it. So we had to put ours on carpet. You can do that, but if you do that, you have to take it to where you want it to start and because it won't run on carpet so it avoids carpet so you have to take it where you want it to start put it there and know that that's where it's going to return and you'll have to manually put it on the charger if you have a spot on your hardwood or your linoleum or your tile or whatever where you can put it it will always return to the charger on its own unfortunately we don't really have that kind of spot Okay, now I want to talk about the pads that came. Uh, we we purchased the uh, we used all the disposable pads, so we purchased as as we said the uh, washable pads. And Chris, do you have the measurement of the pad? Yeah, they are approximately four and a half inches by about eleven. Do when do you want to talk about the app setup? Well, I'll get to that okay. right after this. All right. Uh, okay, so you have the, uh, it's sort of a rectangle pad. And um, on the bottom of, on the bottom side of the pad, about half the size of the pad, there's a little uh, plastic square. Or cardboard if you're using the disposable pads. Yeah, the washables have uh, just like plastic instead of cardboard or whatever. And uh, that's what you're going to use uh, when we're ready to install that pad onto the robot itself. So the first thing we're going to talk about is setting up the robot, which I'm going to let Chris uh, explain how to do that. And the bird's going to help out, it sounds like. Okay, we're going to download the app. And you're going to connect it to the to your Wi-Fi. And the way you do that is you open the app, and you select Add, and then you select the model. You, I mean, like you know, BravaJet M6 or uh, whatever you purchase. Then you're going to have a chance to name it. Now there is a default name, BravaJet or whatever. You can name it. I don't know, Paul or Fred. Gary or whatever. Jerry, Gary. <laughs> you could choose. You then you choose your Wi-Fi. It'll it'll show, pop up some Wi-Fi networks that it sees, and you choose the one you want. You enter your password, 
you activate the Wi-Fi on the robot at that point. It'll it'll tell you when it's ready for all this. You activate the Wi-Fi on the robot by holding the home and the spot button. Those are the two smaller buttons. They're the ones on each side of the uh, the big round uh, clean button. You'll hold them in for two seconds, and you'll hear a chime or a tone, and then you let them go, and it'll say searching. And at this point, it might do a firmware, a firmware update. Once it find it'll find your Wi-Fi and your robot connect, it may have to do a firmware update. So it's a good idea just to let it alone for a little while and let it do what it's going to do. And that then you're you're set up once it once it says searching and it says uh, iRobot found or M6 found or you know you're good to go. It's a real easy setup. Yeah, then it'll say something like uh, BravoJet ready or iRobot ready. In your app, yeah. In the app. It'll tell you on your phone. All right. So we'll assume that you have the BravoJet set up. And it's done its updates and, and it's all charged. And, and yeah, it's always just, as I said, let it let it charge so it's, you got a full charge on the unit. And uh, I will say that the battery life of this thing is fantastic. It's really good. As I said before on the on the Roomba i7 Plus, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, they, they really do. Now, if you look at the top of the M6 uh, Bravo Jet, right in the middle, there is a round circle. It's pretty good size. Pretty good size, round circle. It's probably three-fourths the size of the unit. And on one end of, if you put your fingers on the top of that round circle, on one end there's a little slot that you can put your finger in, and you lift up, and there's a lid that opens up. And that's where the water tank is for the uh, for the mop part of the uh, Bravo jet. And you're going to lift that unit out and that's where you put in your water and your solution and Chris do you want to talk a little bit about the yeah you, you just put the you put your water in there well you put one you okay they give you a sample bottle of solution and they tell you to use half of it however if you have a big bottle of solution like we do now uh, they said to use one capful and finish filling the tank up with water and it it's amazing it does not take that much you see that tank and you think well how many times am i gonna have to refill this while it's going but you don't we've actually gotten two moppings and uh, we're probably going to get a third out of it here shortly so it does not spray a lot of water like you might think the there are some settings, and we'll get into that in a minute, that you can choose in the app what, what you want it to do. But uh, it doesn't spray a lot of water. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it, will, it will run its path. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll do a, a sort of a map of wherever it's going to clean. And as it does, it, you'll hear it actually spray a little water onto the uh, mop pad that we'll have installed on there. 
and then it'll run a couple of paths and when it thinks it needs more water on that pad it just sprays it down onto that pad again and it just keeps working until it thinks that it's cleaned all the areas you want to clean and if it sees a bigger mess it'll clean a little harder if you have it set on auto right which that's what we have ours on is uh, is on auto now you can use plain water if you want to uh, they don't recommend any other kind of solution because they don't want it to suds or anything like that. So, well, and they don't want a solution that's going to gum up that right, tank. That's either. right. Or yeah, or the spray, spray, whatever they use to the nozzles or whatever the, they use to spray it out of. They recommend that you run. Uh, well, they don't recommend. A, a guy I talked to who has one who works for the company said, and this is what I do, and it works really well. He runs his Roomba i7 Plus or whatever you've got first or your regular sweeper. Now, today we just ran the regular sweeper because we, we were in a hurry to get this started. So I just ran the regular sweeper quick to pick up the really big bird food. If you don't have anything big on your floor, you don't really have to worry about it. But we have a gray, and she throws, and she throws whatever. And some of it's kind of large. So anyway, after you get the big stuff up, and you prepare your floor, and you move anything that might absorb any water, you know, whatever. Like I picked up the bag of cat food off the floor and picked up the chairs so that it could have a good shot under the table. Because if you're going to mop, you might as well do it right. Okay, so after you run your sweeper, then you you do what's called a dry sweep. And there's dry sweep pads. And if you get confused about what they look like, once you put your pad on, you can go to your app and it will tell you ready to dry sweep or ready to wet mop. And that's how you know what pad you've got on if you forget. So, and if you don't have a pad, it'll tell you that it needs one. Uh, so you do the dry sweep and let it do that. Then you do the wet mop. That's that's the way they recommend. And boy, does it ever give you a clean floor. Okay, Chris is going to talk a little bit now about the app. And as I said, this app works for both the the Roomba uh, sweeper, which in our case is the the i7 Plus, and it also works with the BravoJet. So we're going to go into the iRobot app. And you can see. In progress. Let's see, it's connecting. In progress. Connect. Clean. Dimmed. Button. Connecting. Attach a pad. Attach a pad. Menu. Button. I'm going to show you the menu first up here. Bravajet. 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 Roomba. 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 That's where you go to run your regular sweeper. Add a robot. Button. And add a robot. Smart home. Button. Account and privacy button. Now your smart home, you can you can also set this up to work with your A lady. It's not fully um, accessible with the A lady, but it's pretty good. IRobot store button. Link. You can go to the store and buy your stuff, or you can call them. I I prefer just to call them. About this app button. iRobot beta button. So that's what's in Clean the, screen. That's button. what's in the menu now. When you want to go back, there's not a back button. What you do is you go to the clean screen. Clean screen button. Menu and button. across the bottom. 
Schedule. Tab. You can schedule. You can make your own schedule, and that is accessible. History. Tab. Two of five. History. You can see what you've done and how long it took and that sort of thing. Maps. Title. Maps. Tab. Maps. Three of five. That's where you go, and you've got to have a little help with this if you can't see well enough to see the lines. Um, you go into there, and you can label your rooms if you have a whole bunch of rooms, and you can tell... Like we said with the sweeper, or you can do it with the Brava Jet, clean the kitchen or clean the, the uh, hall. A hall or the dining room or the bathroom or whatever. Help. Tab. Four or five. You can go there to get help. Settings. Tab. And five settings. Five. Now in settings. Selected. About Brava, about Brava Jet. Locate Brava Jet. Robot will make a sound. You tap there and it'll make a sound. Wet mopping preferences. Jet spray amount. Wet mopping behavior. That's where you go to choose your wet mopping behavior. Wi-Fi settings. Wet mopping preferences. So if we wet go mopping, in here to wet mopping preferences, choose wet mopping behavior. Deep. For toughest messes. Cleans with maximum power in less total area. Deep. Extended coverage. For light messes. Quickly covers more total area. Spending less time and cleaning power in any given area. So if you were going to mop a whole bunch and you didn't have a real big mess, you could just put it on light and it would hurry up and get done. Jet spray amount. Heading. Deep. Standard. For most messes. Balances cleaning power and total area covered. Standard. Wet mopping behavior. Actually, that was first. So you've got... Standard. For most messes. Balances cleaning power and total area covered. Standard. Deep. For toughest messes. Cleans with maximum power in less total area. Extended coverage. For light messes. Quickly covers more total area. Spending less time and cleaning power in any given area. Okay, your next set is... Jet spray amount. Heading. Jet spray amount. Ask an information button. Button. 100%. Adjustable. 100%. 100%. Ask an information button. Button. That's Heading. just where you can go in and choose. We have it at 100%, which means basically that it's always going to spray what it thinks it needs. AT&T. So. Status. Wet mopping preferences. That's Heading. what's there. Locate. Wet mopping preferences. Heading. Back button. Back button. Go back. About Bravajet. Back button. I'm going to go back, back again and get to, back to my menu. main menu. Button. See, it told me attach a pad because we don't have a pad on there. So that's the first thing we're going to do is we're going to attach a pad. Okay. I'm back here with the unit right now. And the first thing I'm going to do is install the dry sweep pad on the unit. And I will know um, that it is the dry sweep pad because it's it will tell me that that's what I put on. So if I mixed up the two, it, it's also a fluffier, softer pad. But here's what your app says: Status ready to dry sweep, ready fully to, charged, ready to dry sweep, fully charged. It says. So the way you way you install the um, the pad is you take the unit off the charger, take the sweeper off the charger. And you're going to look at the front of it, like I said, uh, where that little round camera is. And you're going to flip the unit either left to right or right to left so it's upside down with the front of the unit, with the top of the unit facing the floor or table, wherever you have it. And if you take your hands along the bottom side of the robot, you will find about uh, uh, half an inch to an inch in on either side 
you'll see uh, two big long lines and on the inside of those lines there's a, a slot that runs from it starts at the front and runs towards the back of the unit and then it stops and at the back of the unit and there's one of those on each side and on the bottom of the pad that you're going to install um, I think I had talked about this earlier. It's a little sort of a square. And uh, on the square um, piece, on one end of the square, across, going from left to right, you'll see two little wee tiny slots. They go from left to right. And they're, they're about maybe a half an inch uh, slot in this sort of what's well, not cardboard on the uh, washable units it's it is cardboard on the uh, disposable ones so you're going to flip your pad so that the uh, fluffy side is up or facing up on the air it'll be down on the floor when you put it down yeah so that the fluffy side so when you put it on when the unit is upside down when you turn it over that fluffy side is going to be on the floor so anyway what you do is you take your fingers on each side of the uh the the little square in the middle of the bottom side of that pad and what you're going to do is put a, a, a a hand on each side of this little square and you, what you're going to do is you're going to come to the front. Now, keep in mind, we're at the bottom on the underside of the robot, where those two slots start, one on the left and one on the right. And you'll take that square, and you will, the end of the square that has the two slots that go from left to right, the ones that are about a half inch, you're going to face them away from you, and you're going to, line that square up with those two slots on the left and on the right of the bottom of the robot and you're going to slide that square into those slots and it will go and slide it towards the back of the unit and when it stops you'll see uh, where those two little tiny notches were there are these little fins like that stick up there and they pop out through those slots and that locks that pad in place okay I've got the pad installed onto the unit and we're going to do a dry sweep so what Chris is going to do now is to use the app to start the machine. So we're status ready to dry sweep. Fully charged. Battery normal. What clean button? Going to tap the clean button. That's all I'm going to do. Now, if you don't have the app, you can just push clean on the machine. But clean. The next thing you have to do is you can clean all or you can choose rooms. Notification center, choose rooms. Button, zero percent. Clean all. We're going to clean all. Vacuum first. The other thing you can do is you can run your sweeper first and then it'll run one and then the other machine, but we're not going to do that. So we're going to clean all. Button. Dry sweeping. Ellipsis.
it's turning around, I think. It's setting itself up. Deciding where it wants to go. to go, I guess. And what it's doing, it's running back and forth. It's in our hallway right now. And it, and it is pretty quiet. It doesn't make a whole lot of noise. Yeah, it ran into my foot and decided it thought it had to turn around. So it had to stop and figure out what was in the way. I don't know whether the recorder picked that up, but it said elapsed time one minute. If you don't lock the phone, it'll tell you all kinds of stuff like that. Anyway, it will keep doing these passes back and forth until it gets finished cleaning. Uh, we pretty much told it it's cleaning all the hardwood floors, which is going to be our kitchen and our hallway. The one thing it won't do, it won't go up on the gel pro mat. It thinks it's a rug. <clears throat> so we will be back when the unit finishes. While we're waiting, the uh, the unit is cleaning underneath the table, and I'm not able to catch this, but as this thing is cleaning, the bird is trying to give it directions, and she was saying things like, oh no, go, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Okay, the sweeper has finished. We'll see if we get a message. It just did the tones on the sweeper itself. Now, it usually takes the phone a minute to catch up. For whatever reason, with this one, with the robot app, it's not immediate, so it'll take it a minute. and see if it does. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, it's just faster than others at times. But one of the things I wanted to tell you while we're waiting is these pads, when you wash them, you need to wash them by themselves or with other microfiber things. And you wash them on cold or no hotter than warm. And then you either air dry them or put them in the dryer on fluff. And do not use any fabric softener or any fabric softener sheets. Ironbound. Now, BravaJet. BravaJet successfully completed a job. Okay. There you go. 
And we have used... Reminders. Let me go back item. in here. You have to get out if you want the item. notification. Clean, but battery, normal, 92%. 92% is the battery, so that's pretty doggone good. And it took about uh, 17 minutes to do the uh, all the hardwood floors we have. That would be the kitchen, dining room, and the hallway. So now we're going to go take the dry sweep pad off and put the wet mop pad on. So... The next thing we're going to do now is remove the uh, sweep pad and on the end of this sweeper with it sitting on the floor right now is where I have it. And on the very front of the unit, there's a little button and you press in on the button and you reach underneath the unit and take the pad and it'll slide right out. And then you you uh, you put the new mop pad on the very same way we did with the sweep pad. You face those two little slots uh, on that little square piece underneath the pad uh, into the uh, you line the square up with the two slots, one on the left and one on the right, on the bottom side of the unit, and you slide the pad towards uh, away from you until it locks, and that installs the pad. Now, when I did that, I, w I wasn't um, quite prepared, but the unit said fill, uh, fill the tank. So that means to put the solution, um, we have a bigger bottle, and it is a 16-ounce uh, bottle. Yep. Mm -hmm. And one cap of solution, you dump one uh, a capful of that solution uh, into the tank and then fill the tank the rest of the way up with water. This tank is a flat, almost circle-looking thing. That circle that's on the very top of the unit... Um, on the on the front where that little uh, towards where the that little camera thing is that's sticking up there's a little indention right there and you take your finger and you flip that up that opens the lid or, or the top of that round circle and you can <clears throat> pull the tank right out of the middle of the uh, robot that comes out in your hand there's a folding handle that you can flip up with your thumb to um get a hold of it better and also put it back in. Here's the tank. Okay, so I'm going to put the recorder in my pocket and make sure it's working. It is. Okay, now I'm going to place this tank into the robot. On one side, it has a little twist-off thing. You can it twists one way to open and the other way to close when you put the it's it's got a little rubber gasket on it so it's sealed you could tell the uh, the back of the tank uh, not on the end of where the camera is on the top of the unit but when you go to put the tank in there's a there's a uh, a long uh, looks like a, a little square and that faces away from you and you put turn it that way and then just set your tank down in there Flip hold your handle down. down 
And close the lid. It just says close, close. It just told me to close the lid, and now it says status. status. Ready to wet mop. Ready to wet mop. Now I'm going to get out of the way. So uh, over you this time. That's that old age. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> okay, now we're ready for Chris to do her thing and start this thing to mop the floor. So I'm going to tap clean. Clean. Okay, the unit has started, and it's going to go around and clean the floor. Can you hear it spray in just a second? There it goes. There, it just sprayed some water onto the pad underneath the robot. And now it'll look around and figure out where it's going to go to clean. And I, I don't know if I said, but the battery after we dry sweeped was still 92%. And as, as it needs, okay, it just sprayed again onto the pad because it figured it needed more water. And it'll do that, <coughs> excuse me, until the floor is completely finished. And then it will return to its charger, and we'll be back shortly. The unit is almost finished. It's still doing the last part of our floor, and we'll be back as soon as it's finished. All right, well, the unit is just finishing up. We're going to go ahead and finish the demo while it's finishing up. It's going to do the very same thing that uh, it did when we swept the floor. It will return to the uh, charger and give us the message that it finished uh, completing the job. And uh, then what you do uh, when when it's finished with the mop is you uh, you might want to open the top of the uh, the robot and if if you if, if you're not going to use it for a while you might want to empty that uh, the tank with the solution and the water in it so we have not but then we've been using it every week or two so right. So if you're not going to use it for a while, then you might want to uh, come to the front of the unit on the top uh, just right before you get to the camera and find that little opening there, flip that lid up, find the handle, flip it up, lift the tank out, and empty it. And then, of course, put it back in. Because <laughs> if you don't, it'll tell you it's missing. Right. <laughs> And then you want to flip the unit, You want to, after you have the tank back in and the lid closed, flip the unit upside down, and on the front of the, uh, of the unit, uh, you're going to press that button that we pressed before to remove the uh, mop pad from the bottom of the unit. And these are washable uh, pads, so um, Chris can, or I can put them in the washing machine by themselves and uh, wash them and once they dry and everything, they'll be ready for the next job. Anyway, that's how the unit works, and um, we're, we're pleased with it. It has not failed us yet. I love this thing. It has not gotten stuck. 
it will not run on carpet, but then it's not designed to. Um, you know, I would imagine someday they'll come up with a robotic rug scrubber, but they haven't done that yet. Well, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> that would be really nice, and then we just have everything we need. Or you just have one machine that <laughs> that vacuums, dry sweeps, wet mops, and rug scrubs. I mean, you know. Hey. Yeah. So, but anyway, it does uh, exactly what they say it will do. And um, Chris and I were able to set it up without any help. The only thing we're not going to be able to do is we're not going to be able to label our rooms. Right. And we, we only have two that we, well, three that we need to do. So that's not a real big deal because I'm probably going to clean all when I clean. So. Right. Because it's just basically the hall, the kitchen, and the, the dining room part of the kitchen. So, and that's all hardwood, uh, well, laminate floors. And this works on eight, either one. And it can work on a tile floor, which is nice. Or linoleum or anything hard. So that's how the unit works. And I'll let Chris give you the information about the product one more time. This is... An iRobot M6. The Roomba is actually the sweeper. This is the Brava Jet. Their number is 877-855-8593. That's 877-855-8593. They're open from 9 to 9 Eastern Time. Monday through Friday and 9 to 6 Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday, or you can go to irobot.com and find out information there. This particular unit is $499 regular price. Right now it's $100 off, so it's $399. Again, it's the Brava Jet. That's B R A V A J E T M6. It's wonderful. I got it for my birthday, but I got it a little, little bit early because. We always mop right after everybody's here for Thanksgiving, so that way I didn't have to hand mop. So it's been really nice, and I, I'm happy we have it. 11.06 a.m. We're very pleased with it. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And as always, if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure you get the answers to the questions you might have. Or you may reach us during this live broadcast by dialing or calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656, where you can ask your questions or make your comments. You'll be asked for a meeting ID. It's 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. You'll be asked to press pound. Do that. You'll be asked for a user ID, press pound again, and that will place you in the Zoom room with us where you can make your comments or ask your questions regarding this product. Well, that's it for now for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another exciting demo. Well, there we go. Um, what can I say is that's very, very nice. It's a great unit. Works good. Sounds pretty cool. It does, doesn't it? 
Um, we have a, an email from, or I mean, a voicemail from Debbie in from Lafayette. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you might as well play it then. All right, here we go. Good morning, Bill, and everybody on the Coffee Club crew. This is Debbie in Lafayette, Indiana, and I have some information about Comcast. We have our landline. Yeah, we sell the landline, and we have cell phones, but we have our landline and Internet through Comcast. My husband contacted Comcast to see if there's anything we could do about the robocalls. Supposedly, you can pay them $30 a month, and it will block calls. Like, $30 a month? I don't think so. So I think that Comcast is actually enabling these people to do this because they're wanting to charge us working people and retired people uh, $30 a month. That's crazy. Anyway, that's my comment for the day, and I get so tired of robocalls. I just, we have cordless phones, and I just push the button like I'm going to answer it, and then I go, click, click, hang up real quick. Because otherwise we have something on answering machine thing. And uh, anyway, that's my take on it. Have a great day. Bye-bye. There we go. Thank you, Debbie. And you're right. If you have to pay them 30 bucks a month. I think that new thing with that Congress is proposing, they're not going to have to, they're not going to be allowed to do that, Bill, but that has, that's not in effect yet, so. Yeah, and you know Congress, Jeff. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> now, I would say I have T-Mobile, and their thing that is possible scam, they, they say when you get a call from a robocaller, and that has worked really well for me. I haven't, I don't think I've gotten a robocall on my T-Mobile phone. Does voiceover say it, Tim? Yes. Well, that's good. Good, good, good. Have you noticed a change in your T-Mobile since they went to their 5G? Well, they call it 5G, but it's not really yet. But you noticed any difference in your phone service? No, I'm, but I don't think the the any of the uh, iPhones are capable of the 600 megahertz service, as far as I understand it. I'm not sure of that. But. Apple doesn't support 5G on any of their phones yet. Yeah, they yeah, support but, 600, I believe, in the iPhone 10. Oh, okay, that might be. But I have an eight, so. Oh, okay, not so good. Hold on to it as long as you can. There's a couple I, raised hands. Oh, is there? Okay. We're just Jerry and Bill. Go I'm, ahead, uh, either one. And, I got uh, Bill first. You want to do Jerry first? Today? It didn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, Bill, go ahead. Yeah, real quick, Chris. The one you got. That robo, that's strictly for plane floors. It won't do carpet. I know they got them do carpet also. Uh, you'd, you'd have to get two separate units then or what? And also, another thing, I don't know if you do or not, but if you have a security system in your apartment or your house and you have motion detectors, they say do not set those things to go automatic because I got two friends that have one, and they've had the police come to their house twice because they forget to turn it off, and the motion detector picks the thing up, and they think somebody's running around the house. 
<laughs> you know, we've never had that problem. No, but yeah. this this if you want something for the carpets, at least right now, you have to buy one of the Roombas. Yeah, right. That's what I thought when you said that. I figured you had to get, it was two different units. But they will work together. You can set one to do and then have, you can set, say, the Roomba to run the sweeper across the carpet and the floor. It'll do both. Right. And then you can set it so that when it gets back to the charger, the BravaJet will start. Oh, that's okay. Then you could do that's both. pretty cool. So they won't collide with each other then. (laughs) Yeah, at least they won't won't run over each other. And I bet if you really were concerned about your security system, you could probably, some of those alarms have a thing that you can set so that the motion sensor doesn't pick up your pet. Right. Yeah, it depends on how you got your setup. But, you know, some people don't have that set up. I know I got it on mine because I had had a dog for a long time. but, But, no, if you don't get that set up special... It will pick up ending of moves because I had this one, well, this friend told me about this story about this woman. She heard this noise in her bathroom. She was asleep at night, and she ran her robo late at night after she's finished, and she didn't realize the time, and she went to sleep, and she heard a noise in her bathroom. She thought somebody broke into her bathroom, and it was her... Rumba got behind the door and shut it, and it couldn't get out. And it the <laughs> yeah, well, I think so we saw that on the news. Yeah, yeah we yeah, saw that. News, right, yeah. <laughs> was a friend of mine told me about that, too. Well, I know so. our alarm system that we used to have, you could set it so that you could be in your house and have the alarm on, and, and you could move around in the house. And it wouldn't set it off unless you that opened the door. Um, oh. Jerry has his Jerry hand has his hand raised, so I'll get it. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, first of all, Judy and I would like to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we really enjoyed um, the legend this year, uh, the greatest thing. We got our device and we could listen. We felt like we really made friends with you guys. <clears throat> and um, secondly, uh, as far as con- if you have the XRA 11 remote on your, uh, that's the one that's voice accessible. <laughs> If you have your TV on, you can tell if you're getting a robocall because it'll probably give you a number. It'll give you a number you don't recognize, or it'll give you... We get numbers from Pennsylvania Electric in Boston, (laughs) and I've called Pennsylvania Electric, and they do not have a number in Boston, Massachusetts. So there you go. Very good. And same right to you and Judy, too. Um, Jerry, um, we get a lot of those calls. I guess it's just, it's kind of like the weather. It's going to be different everywhere, and everybody's going to get their fair share of them. And I haven't seen anybody yet that doesn't get one. And David and Chris, I know you get them on your landline. Oh, yeah. We get them everywhere. Matter of fact, we got one a couple weeks ago from... Penelec, and it was actually Penelec's number. So we called Penelec, and they told us that by law they have to allow outside energy providers to use their phone number. And I don't think that's right. I don't know. Sounds I've never heard of that, Chris, but that's unusual. Yeah. That's what they said. 
Well, stay tuned for a podcast that'll come out if you want to listen to any of this later. If you've missed part of it, whatever, it'll be up as a podcast. Enjoy some of the holiday music and everything on the legend, and we'll be right there for you. And do we want to wish everybody a happy holiday since we won't be back for a couple weeks. That's true. Turn on a second. We have the Mix It Up Monday Christmas Party coming up this Monday. Oh, that'll be fun. Sorry about that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was going to mention that I, I will not be here on Monday, but Chris and Dave will. And I think but, I uh, might. I might even be able to come on two hours early. There yeah. you go. All right. Anyway, so I yeah, I'm taking Monday and Tuesday off and also well Wednesday I think is gonna be all And Thursday and Friday? Oh no, never mind, just kidding, Tim. No, I'll be here Thursday and Friday, the twenty sixth and seventh. Well we'll so, just tell you in advance we'll just tell you in advance to behave. Okay. <laughs> That's no fun. <laughs> hey and everybody have a good holiday. Whatever you celebrate, whether it's uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever. Uh, have a good holiday from uh, from from my family to your family, and you everybody too. And let's see if we can get this thing there, and maybe I can get my encoder to stop. Have a great one. Take it away, Tim. Indianapolis, Indiana, USA. You're listening.